0: Welcome to episode number 36 of The Art of Med School, where we help creative minds understand medicine. Today, we are going to talk about anxiety part one, things that I miss about the Caribbean, and properties of neoplasms.
1: All right, I am not a, a, psychology, a psychology or psych, psychiatric kind of guy at all, and one of the reasons is because it's something that people self-diagnose all the time without even really understanding uh, what it means or, or what the words are that they're they're using, you know. Uh, and one of the big ones that people do that with is anxiety. Everybody talks about having anxiety. My tests give me anxiety. My in-laws give me anxiety. My uh, work gives me anxiety. You know, whatever. But we so we use it, you know, in common parlance. But what is it medically? Medically, and I'm reading this definition here, is uh, it's excessive fear or worry with physical manifestations of anxiety which occur secondary to a source which is insufficient to account for the severity of the symptoms, and there's so many important words in that. Uh, fear or worry, obviously, secondary to a source that there's something giving you that. But I think excessive and insufficient are the key key ones. Uh, so it's a mechanism, or tr- the mechanism, or the, the trigger. Uh, it has to be on a different level than the reaction. It can't be on the same level. So for me to say that like my tests gave me anxiety is not right, because the uh, the fear or worry that I have about those are not in excess. They're on they're on an appropriate, healthy level. The other thing is that uh, anxiety has to interrupt your daily functioning. My tests. Don't inter, like my anxiety or my fear or worry for my test doesn't interrupt my daily functioning. In fact my fear or worry actually helps with my my test because what I do when I get anxiety about a test, anxiety using the word inappropriately. but what I do when I get uh, fear or worry about a test is I you know I get all very like official on it. Uh, okay, I have this many days. This is the material I need to be prepped for. What are my strategies to uh to to accomplish those things? Uh, you know how am I going to know when i 'm ready to go? that kind of thing how am I going to work in um, mental health time to make sure that i 'm not overdoing it because that 's kind of a fault of mine too uh, that I study so hard that I actually am less effective but so so that 's on a very uh you know. That's on an equal plane as far as the trigger. It's not interrupting my daily functioning. It, uh, it, it's sort of on a balance. And that is not what anxiety is. Also, interesting note, anxiety more common in women, which I always kind of wonder why that is. So I, I want to actually pause it there because um, I, I want to pick up on this. Uh, Next week, we'll talk about anxiety, but I want to talk about some specific disorders. We have generalized anxiety disorder, adjustment disorder, phobia, and panic disorder. And we'll go over those uh, in a little bit more detail because they all have different manifestations, different things that that trip them up. But for now, that's anxiety. It's, It's excessive fear or worry, not on the same level... as as a source or the mechanism of the trigger. So that's secondary to a source which is insufficient to account for the severity of the symptoms and it has to interrupt daily functioning. And I would, because I think this is important, I would challenge all of us to start using that word appropriately because I do have friends with anxiety and it is certainly excessive fear or worry and certainly the source is insufficient to account for the severity of the symptoms. But I think overall in mental health, we need to stop uh, watering down those phrases, and anxiety is a big one.
0: Make sure you check us out on artofmedschool.com. We have a ton of more information, blog posts, any of our past episodes that you might have missed, as well as some really fun underwater photography that Mike has been working on there's some cute photos of fish. So check us out on artofmedschool.com. So I was uh, writing my list about the things that I miss about the Caribbean and Many of them are the same reasons why I prefer not to live in big urban areas. Uh, th- that's I've I've lived in in a few different cities and around a few different cities, and I've just decided that I just don't like them. Um, you know, I lived in Minneapolis, I lived uh, in Honolulu, I've lived. Um, I guess I never really lived in Seattle, but I lived. Um, I spent a lot of time in Seattle, um, and and yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't like them. Uh, it's it's I, I'm I think I've I you know I always identified with being like an urban tor- sort of person, uh, and then the more I realize that I don't like the traffic, I don't like the impersonalness, uh, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but so anyway, I'm going to get back to the beginning. Um, so the things that I miss about the Caribbean, obviously, I miss spending time with Micah. Uh, I also miss kind of this freedom of mobility. You can you can pretty much just do whatever you want, and there's nobody really watching you to see if to like to get you in trouble. Um, you know, this is a this is a land with no drinking and driving laws, so you can just like grab a beer and. After a day at work and then jump in the van, you know, jump in the, jump in the city bus and be drinking your beer in the city bus with people around you and it's like not a big deal. And, um, you know, not that I need to drink everywhere in my life, but I I like that, that feeling of not going to get in trouble about a lot of things, you know, um, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a libertarian, but you know, it's, it's very libertarian in that sort of, if what I'm doing isn't going to affect anybody else, then I'm not going to, uh, to, to bother you. I'm not going to humbug you about it. Right. And so, um, yeah, sure. You don't get wasted and then drive and then kill a bunch of people. But like, I don't know that you grab a beer and you drink it on the beach and you aren't going to get in trouble for open container, things like that. um, Uh, so there's, yeah, you can pretty much just do whatever you want and nobody really cares. Um, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of downsides with that lack of regulation as well, but, uh, but that's, it's a good feeling to just be able to feel like you aren't going to get in trouble for stupid stuff. Um, uh, people live really simply. Uh, and that's something that I appreciate as somebody who lived in <laughs> on an organic farm in a yurt with no plumbing. I, I really appreciate that kind of back to basic sort of thing. Um, you know, a lot of it is because of poverty. But it's it's nice to know the guy that raises your chickens and the guy that, you know, takes that you buy the pork from and and that the dude up the street has cabbages, and you buy your cabbages from the dude off the street up the road and 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 that's nice it's there's something that feels really human about that um, and where you get you get back in even in the midwest where you can find a lot of people who do sell you their turkeys and whatever, but you know. But for the most part, you're buying your groceries from the grocery store or at Walmart or whatever. And so it's really nice to be simple and kind of living back to the land a little bit. Um, And what comes in hand with that is people relying on each other because there's nobody else left to rely on. Uh, You know, I think that a lot of people that I knew were very critical of the government and their lack of involvement and ability to be able to govern. Um, And so if, you know, if somebody gets into a car accident or if there's a fire or something that you're relying on your neighbors and yourself and your own grit as opposed to expecting that the police are ever going to show up, (laughs) um, and you know, there's obvious bad parts about that, but there's also really great things about being able to know your neighbors and know that they're going to be able to help you out. So those are some of the things that I miss about the Caribbean, um, And just kind of priorities that I generally have in life anyway. Uh, So, yeah, that's uh, what I got. We launched our Patreon account. Please go check it out. You can find a link on our website or just look up Art of Med School on patreon.com. This is a great way to support us as we work hard to make the most and best content possible. You can find more information on our homepage at artofmedschool.com, and every little bit helps.
1: Man, it is buggy tonight. I can hear just how much, uh, actually, I can see the bugs ringing up on my my, uh, waveform, so I'm hoping they're not too distracting for you, so I apologize for that. That's... Part of the charm of living in the Caribbean. I just kissed my teeth there, too. Uh, that's something they do here is kissing their teeth. I think Jen's talked about it, but they make that sound. Yeah, that recorded. Uh, I was sitting out front of the uh, the school the other morning, and this, this woman came and sat down. And she, she wasn't very old. She had to be early 20s. And they're, you know, counting... Um, counting cars as they go by and, and and so forth. And she was vexed about something because she kissed her teeth probably 10, 15 times in the space of two minutes, just every other look she was flashing, and all, all this. It was actually kind of really funny. Anyway, not what we're talking about. We're not talking about kissing teeth. We're talking about properties of neoplasms. Neoplasm is just a term we use, which basically means... New growth so what's new growth? It's cancer. we're talking about cancer and we did an overview of what cancer is earlier, but I thought it'd be interesting to talk more about about the actual characteristics of the cells and like what they're going through. So the, the big thing about cells is, is as we've talked about, it's basically uncontrolled growth, right so they must lose apoptosis. Apoptosis is programmed cell death Because you don't want your cells to live forever You want them to die periodically and get replaced uh, and, and As they get replaced They're being replaced by You know Split, split cells Because cells are programmed To, to split every so often um, for, To divide But they actually have something called Cell senescence Which cancer cells Also lose Uh, And cell senescence is the pre programmed stopping point for dividing. So, for instance, fibroblasts, your fibroblast uh, cells, they will divide 50 times before they just die. They won't divide again. And so, the reason they do that is. because if one of those fibroblasts gains a mutation at some point you want that mutation to be sort of bred out in a way, and so between apoptosis and cell senescence that 's kind of how we breed out those mutations. Another thing it has to do is lose growth inhibition, so we have all these different things in the body that uh, you know whether it 's hormones or um, you know different genes that that inhibit the growth of cells that tell it to you know whoa 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 slow down. Uh, so we have all these cells that do that. And Actually, we'll probably talk about some of those genes that get screwed up in you know the genetic cancer idea. Uh, we should probably talk about those. We'll put that on the list. So we have all these things that um, tell the cell to you know back off, slow down. You're moving too fast. And so we have to lose that that growth inhibition in order to have the uncontrolled cell growth. Uh, I I actually have a few more notes here. Uh, but, I think this is a good spot to to pause, and between the yeah between the the uh, the birds or the bugs, and I hear rain starting to come in, and man living here with a tin roof when that rain comes in. Holy smokes! Does it get loud? It gets so loud that I can't even talk on on Facebook with Jen. If I'm watching um, video lectures or something like that, I have to put in earbuds. Same thing I do when I'm you know with Jen uh, when we're video chatting. But you have to put it on earbuds and and that sort of thing because it gets so dang loud in here. At night, it, it'll it's actually kind of pretty in a way to fall asleep too. Anyway, so that's uh, a few properties of neoplasms. I'm going to wrap it up, and we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that next week.
0: All right, there you have it. That was episode number 36 of The Art of Med School, where we help creative minds understand medicine. That was Anxiety Part 1, Properties of Neoplasms, and Things That I Miss About the Caribbean. Urbana Matronica Woo Ya Mix by Spinning Mercata is copyright 2011, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution License. This show is not affiliated or endorsed in any way by St. James School of Medicine. Micah just goes there. The Art of Med School podcast is part of the Art of Med School Network. For more information, find us on the web at artofmedschool.com.